Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. I wanna tell you a story today about two different versions of Emily. Um, And I'm talking about myself in the third person here. So I'm sharing this with you because there are probably two different versions of you and neither of them are very great. So let's embrace the third version. And it all relates to job searching. So first version of Emily was eighth grade year. I had a teacher that said, okay, we're going to go to the high school. You get to pick your classes out but classes fill up fast. So make sure that you plan for not getting in the classes that you want. And I went to a giant high school and this was my first interaction in high school. I was terrified (laughs) y'all. I spent two days coming up with, oh my goodness, probably 20 or 25 class schedules because I was terrified that I was going to walk up to a table. This is old school, walking up to a table and signing up for a class versus I'm sure they do all this electronically now. But I was worried because there were classes ahead of us. I didn't know what would be open. And so I, like I said, spent two days and came up with 20 different class registrations. So come to the day that my class goes to the high school and we get to select our classes. I will never forget this. I walked into that room on a mission. I walked to the first class that I knew would be the hardest to get. My brother was a couple years ahead of me in school and he told me which classes would be hardest to get in. So I literally had them stacked ranked. I'm telling you, psychotic level of planning as an eighth grader. So I'm like 13, yeah, I was 13 years old when all this happened. Within 15 minutes, I had registered for all of my classes and had gotten the first choice and literally had no idea what to do with myself. So I went and sat down waiting for everybody else to finish because we were supposed to be there for like an hour and a half. (laughs) I finished in 15 minutes. One of my teachers, one of my eighth grade teachers came up to me and she's like, oh my gosh, I just watched you with such voracious focus. I mean, you came in this room on a mission and I said, well, you guys told us that we probably wouldn't get classes. And I showed her, I had this legal pad with my 20 different class schedules on it and her eyes were just like saucers. She was like, I've never seen anything like this. So, you know, clearly this story means a lot to me because it showed me that when I am prepared for something, I will win every day of the week. But that level of preparation is exhausting. And did I need 20 different schedules? 
No, friend, I did not. Probably five would have been fine, right? But that's where my head goes. It's like all or nothing. So let me go to nothing, Emily. Nothing, Emily, was a freshman in, in college. And so I graduated early from high school. Do not be impressed by this. It was very easy to do. And I was so just on a mission to, you know, get out into the world as fast as I humanly possibly could. Um, I enjoyed high school. It was fine. But I was like, okay, next. Like, what's next? So I actually graduated a semester early from high school and went to college um, when I was 17, which is insane because from a social perspective, I was so not ready for that. And my parents knew that. So they said, you're not going away to school when you're 17. Uh, You are going to go to the local community college. Um, And I have to say, oh my goodness, if you have not utilized your community college for continued education for so many things, go to your local community college because they are a treasure trove of amazing teachers, amazing resources, and they're like a fraction of the price of a normal school. So I, what I did was I went to that school and said, what would transfer to the university of my choice? Cause I didn't want to take something that I wouldn't transfer. And they had a relationship with the school that I was going to transfer to in the fall. Long story short, the best thing that I could do from a science perspective, because I had to take, you know, all the basic things was to take chemistry. This makes me want to throw up and I haven't even started the story. Um, So I'm at a community college where a lot of kids are like flunkies. I'm not saying that community colleges are this way. I'm telling you this is how this specific chemistry class was. I was the star student. If I am your star chemistry student, run out of that room. Like I am not a chemistry person and I'm about to explain why. So I took this chemistry class at this community college and it was softball. Like it was just easy and you know, I had gone to a great high school so I knew how to do experiments and write the experiments up and like basic, very basic information. So I got an A, just knocked it out of the park in this class. So I take the second semester of this when I'm actually in regular college a semester later. So now I'm 18, I'm a freshman in college at a university, um, the number one party school in the nation. It does play into a factor into the story, unfortunately. Um, But (laughs) I go to this college cocky. I go to this college like I know chemistry and it's not going to be that different here. And by the way, I'm a business major. So like once I'm done with this class, I'm done with the sciences. I am so cocky that I go to a couple of classes where if you've ever attended a large university, it's like 200 people in a giant lecture hall, incredibly impersonal. It's chemistry, so I just found it incredibly boring. So I decide to stop attending that class and only show up for exams. I think we all know where this is going, right? So I I just want you to get a glimpse into the idiot that I was. 
university, this university in particular that, that actually has churned out many chemists, <laughs> was leagues above where I was when I did my first semester. So bad assumption. Assumption never wins. Second of all, not attending a class is a really bad idea. Always attend the class. Never assume you know more than the teacher or something to that effect. I got a 19 on the final. One nine, 19, y'all, on the final. And I was devastated because clearly I failed the class. I mean, if you get a 19 on a final, there's no coming back from that, right? And I realized I had to retake that class, which just was, oh my God, I was like, I have to retake this. Such a great opportunity for me to learn the opposite side of me, which is if you do not prepare and you don't show up and you assume something, this is what the universe will serve you up. A big fat F. Now, in your job search, I'm pretty sure that you are not one of these two people, but I want to explain if you are and how it could be hurting you. Now, we can start with chemistry, Emily, right? If you are this person who you're waiting for opportunities to come your way, you'll be waiting a long time. If you are living into your assumptions, I'm too old, I don't have the right experience, no one's going to hire me, then that's exactly what you're going to see because you're not doing anything to actively pursue and change that thought or even persuade the market that you are better, faster, stronger. Now, if you are eighth grade, Emily, there's a chance that you're not sleeping at night because you have freaked yourself out because you've gone down 17 rabbit holes of what horrible things could happen to you and you have potentially paralyzed yourself or you think you need 20 different versions of your resume. So instead of a class schedule, you got 20 versions of your resume. You are working so hard for very little payoff because you don't need 20 versions. You need one, or maybe you change some keywords around here and there, but you need one because they all lead back to one LinkedIn profile. And you don't need to be creating a hundred different resumes. What you need to be worrying about and prepping for is that interview. And even then, you don't need to over-prepare or you will freak yourself out into freeze mode. And that is exactly why in Market Me, I streamlined this process for you so that you are somewhere in the middle. You are confident, but you're also prepared. You have everything at your fingertips to walk in a room without the assumption that you know everything. In fact, armed with some ambiguity, meaning, ooh, if this goes a different way, I'm flexible and I can move with this interview. So today, I want you to know that it is okay if you are unprepared. I have you. We can raise that bar. And if you are of the school of thought that you're overprepared, I want you to go take a chill pill, go to sleep for a little bit, 
and also know that we can dial that back and actually create more success for you because either direction is not sustainable. You're not going to be sustainably successful. So why not be in the middle where you're confident, but you can keep applying and you can stay down this path and not burn yourself out. If you found this helpful, I would love it if you would share it on social media and make a comment for me. I would love to hear your comments. Uh, You can rate this podcast. We would love, love, love to hear your comments. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.